Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's Shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks, and I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard so better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory, so they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer. And also, they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as 2 bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Down to Biscay. Yikes. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs, where here's the thing, you can check the score, hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs, just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all, kept the floor plan, got an all band, y'all seen the block, stop in one hand, and Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts, we're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor, live, well, no, not live, post-game. We talked about doing it live. They went live against Charlotte when I was covering, but that's not tonight's show. It is the post-game edition of Five on the Floor, where we recap the Miami Heat's impressive victory seventh straight victory over the Brooklyn Nets a team that had been giving them fits lately Spoden like that line of questioning early uh so tonight's floor plan we're diving into uh the game Brian Fonseca joins me you can follow him on Twitter at Brian Fonseca NYX or whatever the heck the website is called before we get into the matchup though I want to alert everybody November 18th uh, as we're recording this, it's it's November 16th. So you still got a couple days. November 18th, we are doing a watch party and an NBA 2K24 tournament. It is hosted by Five Reason Sports and Rock Esports. You got to go check that out. It's $30 a person. You can get in on the tournament. You can watch the Heat game, hang out with a host of characters from five reasons sports network and other heat fans should be a super dope way to watch the game so that's something you have to do the heat had quite the night tonight season high 122 points 
Let's get right into the Gamer of the Night. And now on Five on the Floor, it's time for the Gamer of the Night, sponsored by Rock Esports Center, the place to eat, drink, and play all day. Host your next birthday party with them. Located at 15305 South Dixie Highway in Palmetto Bay, they've got a 5,500-square-foot state-of-the-art center equipped with all the high-end power. Play all-day passes, available for just 25 bucks. but if you mention five reasons... It's just $20. So mention five reasons or five RSN. You get to play all day for $20. And now, the gamer of the night. I think we all know where we're going here, folks. Jimmy Butler has officially started the regular season. If anybody uh, was was worried about uh, him getting into another gear, 12 and 19 tonight, he bested his performance in Charlotte where he scored 32 36 points, 10 of 11 from the line, 2 of 5 from 3, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 blocks, only 1 steal, which I know Brian was tracking all night, little inside baseball. He 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 was hoping for at least 2 steals out of Jimmy Butler. It appears as if Jimmy is officially here, Brian. You were texting early that you liked Jimmy Butler's game tonight way before he had the 18 point third quarter talk about Jimmy Butler what the hell is got into this guy all of a sudden I mean it's crazy it's almost like he heard everybody say hey you got to step up now that Tyler's out and he is on one you know it was one of the things I always say about him is one of my favorite performances was when he dominated a game that he had four points in for for like much of it um because of how he was controlling everything and this felt like that except he was actually scoring a lot of the points as well but he was in total command of what was going on out there for as long as he was on the court in the first half it was when he would post up um he would always post up with his head up because he's actually looking to distribute there were hockey assist moments there were times where he would find, you know, somebody on the wing who would pass it to somebody on the corner. And I think he he's not trying to get an assist there. He's trying to make the right basketball play, knowing that his team is going to swing, 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 because this is what a good Miami Heat team does and what an Eric Spolster coach team does. And really getting them in their offense, I just thought he was great and really just putting his stamp on this game early. And again, when he sets a tone, regardless of who's out there, when he sets a tone, this is a different team. They're a really good team uh, when he does that. The only thing I would say is, well, we can get, we can get to the other stuff in a second, but as far as how Jimmy played, he was, he was excellent. I thought, Um, I'm not sure how much the stats are going to show that beyond the points, but the defense was great too. I'm a little annoyed as somebody who had Jimmy over one and a half steals that he had two in the second quarter and they turned one of them into a block inexplicably and then he didn't get the other steal. That was annoying. Um, Annoying. That's a good word for it. Yeah, that was annoying. But, you know, it was a $5 bet, so I'm not going to cry about, you know, missing out on a plus 100 bet. That would have made me 10. It's all about doubling. But look, and I thought thought otherwise, player-wise, Bam and Duncan were also great. Which I think I think they deserve to be talked about as well, especially Duncan hitting when Duncan hit the reverse layup. I was like, this is over. Oh, yeah. The reverse layup. Also, the pull up three and then just kind of like the flex on the court. Basically, eight of 14 hit six threes, got to the free throw line four times. Didn't do a ton else. Um, 
we're we're starting to get used to the Duncan Robinson that gets five rebounds and five assists. Uh, it's crazy. I was in the uh, tunnel in Charlotte, said to to Duncan, you know, you tripled your drives this year. And he said, it's not by accident. Tonight, mm. though, it was all from deep. Uh, well, not all, but six of 10, 26 points to your point, to your point about Duncan. Um, he's so comfortable in this offense. He's exactly uh, the type of connective tissue that Bam and Jimmy need from a shooting perspective. And then Bam, to your point, he had the monster dunk on uh, on Nick Claxton. Just continually looks dominant, looks efficient. Um, so you're right. Like there were a ton of du- a ton of dudes out there that could be the gamer of the night. Jaime Hawkes had his moments. Jay Rich is starting to get comfortable. So the vibes are very good around this team when they beat Brooklyn 122 115. Brooklyn had I think beat Miami five times um five in a row yeah five in a row prior to this so for them to finally get a hold of that situation they shot 43 percent from three 95 percent from the line 52 percent from the field like that's not typically heat offenses don't get to hum along like that so they're limiting turnovers uh I I can't say much else other than this is the type of stuff that I think that they were hoping would happen that they, that Spolstra could make magic with all of these different versatile players. Jaime Hawkes, though, Brian, um, they're going to him in these lineups where they're basically wreaking havoc with Haywood Highsmith and Jimmy Butler. This rook, man, like they're Spo trusts him and the way people are starting to uh, recognize him from a fan perspective, I think is kind of cool too. This guy is arriving on the scene. I know he's not going to get no all rookie team. Well, maybe all could he? No, get he first team. I, I think he, second team he'd be in line for right now. First yeah. team is going to be a little tough. It depends on depends on the role that he plays. This is a pretty pretty good rookie class, uh, as we've already seen. A talented one, you know, uh, a streaky one as well, but often Ricky classes are. Um, I feel very comfortable with him out there from watching him, right? Like, I feel like he's going to make just make the right play. Um, I particularly like the lineups where you got him, you have Jimmy, you have Haywood, you have Bam. I see those four, and then often, it's often been Duncan with them, uh, you know, right. to some extent, or mixed in as of late. Um, which I find very interesting. I think with with Jaime, they trust him a lot. He's playing big minutes. He's playing more than I thought he would. Um, I felt like he would be in the low 20s, 18, 15 minutes a game. They're putting him right in the 30s <laughs> lately. And, uh, you know, with Caleb there, I mean, maybe he'll eat some of that. Maybe there'll be a rookie wall at some point. Who knows? Like, but I, I, the thing about Jaime Hawkes is and what I really liked about him coming out of college and what a lot of people were sort of railing against uh, because a lot of people didn't like the pick. But I saw kind of what they saw in terms of what he can do at this level in terms of complementing their best players, Jimmy and Bam in particular, in terms of making the smart play, the right play, the college experience, the big time college experience played on a UCLA team that went to the final four, played on a UCLA team that played in a lot of big games and was also all defense in the Pac-12, one of the best conferences in college basketball. 
Uh, they're falling apart in football, but in basketball, <laughs> they've been very good lately. Good point. Um, you know, he was just—he uh, was really good, and he really patterns his game after Jimmy in a lot of different ways. And Jimmy wasn't doing this his first year. You know, it took a while. Doesn't mean he's going to be better than Jimmy because progression isn't linear in that way. But I think he's very skilled, knows where he needs to be. Like he—he he clearly just has the Heat IQ, if that makes right. sense. No, he's he's a Miami Heat player. I'm interested because of all the things you just referenced. If he'll hit a rookie wall and how long, how big of a wall it will be. I guess all rookies hit a wall of some kind. Uh, it's just how much do you notice it? And so that, that'll be something to watch for. But it wasn't something to watch for tonight. He was four of nine, had 10 points, four rebounds, five assists, just the swagger, swishing threes in the corner, turning around to the crowd. That kind of stuff is going to endear him to the – uh, Miami Heat fan in a really good way. Uh, and then the, the other guy that I wanted to um, specifically talk about before we uh, get to the injury report and the plays of the night is Jay Rich because he struggled. And I think he's been pretty open about that um, to start the season. It's been kind of a weird, I mean, even Hawkes and, and Jimmy, I see them kind of bump into each other at times. Josh has had a lot of those moments where he looks like he's bumping into guys but not recently at six assists in Charlotte tonight, eight points, three assists, two rebounds. Didn't shoot well from three. The guy can't buy a bucket right now, but I felt like him getting involved in some of the fast break action with Bam was positive. Do you think that they can get away with this formula of, because they've done it so far, they've won seven straight of Kyle playing anywhere from 14 to 24 minutes. And then they essentially don't go with another point guard for the rest of the game. Like, is that sustainable in your eyes? The issue I'm having, the only issue I've really had with this game was the fourth quarter again, where I feel like, and I, I felt like the game was in hand, but they also slipped up um, for a while and just sort of let it go. They're minus 41 in fourth quarters this season on this winning streak. They're minus 20 at fourth quarters. They're three and nine in fourth quarters this season. And this is a team that's now eight and four. Um, I don't know how sustainable that is. If you look at, you know, a, a lot of uh, advanced metrics could fool you numbers in general. People often say numbers never lie. Yes, they do, because they could tell you what you want to hear and see. But net rating is one of those that I feel like is fairly indicative of like who's real, who's not uh, on some level. Um, the Heat had a negative one going into this game. Part of that was skewed because of some early uh, bad losses that will probably be in the positive now after this, or at least a little bit. Them and Milwaukee were the only teams that were like seven and four in the negative. Milwaukee has the worst net rating. But I bring this up because the net ratings of the teams that the Heat beat before this season, I mean, before this game, the Hawks were the only one in the top 20. The Nets now are too. The Hawks had the ninth best. The Nets were 12th. And then everyone else, the Lakers 21st. The rest of the teams they beat are like 24, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Like they're bad. they're down there. You know what I mean? So I want to see what happens when they face good teams and have these sort of fourth quarter lapses because that's the thing that they have to cut out. They have a great record. They're beating who's on their schedule. They have some more winnable games coming up. But the reason why I'm saying give this two weeks before we start making like wider declarations as far as like how they look without Tyler hero, whatever people thought I was getting on hero. I was actually defending him. I was like, Hey, let's wait and see how they look against the Knicks, the Pacers, the bucks, 
the Cavs, because those are the teams coming up. As far as net rating, the Knicks have a good one. The Pacers have a good one. There are some other advanced metrics that don't really like the Knicks like that and defensive ones that don't really like the Pacers like that. But still, two teams that we expect to be in the playoffs and the Bucks and Cavs, we expect them to be high in the Eastern Conference and figure it out at some point. Um, so that's sort of the bar. I want to see how these next two, three weeks go for this team, uh, whether or not Tyler's back in that time. Caleb is already. And uh, we'll see how they sort of match up. Eight and four is eight and four. Um, and right now they're they're also a good start in terms of record, at least. Yeah, eight and four. When you consider it's a seven game winning streak and they're eight and four. Uh, I mean, we thought the sky was falling at one and four. Uh, let's dive into the A aggressive uh, play of the night. And now it's time for the Insurance by Lynette Play of the Night, sponsored by insurancebylynette.com and A Aggressive Insurance Agency. You can reach out to our friend Lynette at 954-581-8800. That's 954-581-8800 or insurancebylynette.com. That's insurancebylynette.com with two N's and two T's. Your best play for auto insurance, homeowners insurance, condo insurance, life insurance, or a retirement program. Reach out to Lynette at insurancebylynette.com. So there's so many to choose from tonight. It was a fun game. There was a lot of back and forth, a lot of highlight level material. Uh, I'm biased. So Bam dunking on Nick Claxton really uh, was fun for me. But I think we all got to acknowledge that the Jimmy Butler it was almost like a shoulder fake shimmy move on the baseline that basically got him a first step and a dunk where he elevated in a way that I hadn't seen Jimmy elevate in a while. Brian, that was my a aggressive insurance by Lynette.com play of the night. Did you, did you have any others off the top of the dome? I know that I'm kind of uh, putting you on the spot here, but you may remember any uh, different plays that I, that I did not. I want to give you the opportunity too if you got to play. The Duncan Robinson up and under in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I think <laughs> Can that you put believe them up. It? I think that put them up 115.97. So I, I laid out this case, right? Uh, because we were doing uh best bets on action network, and I was actually in the studio this week. And I had Duncan Robinson under 15 and a half points before their last game at which he was at 15 for a long time and then hit Mm -hmm. a three at the end and then didn't score again after. And I was like, thanks, Duncan. Appreciate that. The first time he had back to back 16 point games or or games of 16 or more uh, since January 2022. He hasn't done it three or four straight times in a while either. Uh, Now he's done it a third straight time because he was in the 20s again. And once they hit the up and un- once he hit that up and under that reverse layup, and he's approaching thirty, folks. Like this isn't some dude. I, he might be thirty already. He's either twenty nine or thirty, um, and he's not somebody who's like, you know, you're not calling him an athlete. He is an athlete, but you're not calling him like that kind of athlete. When he hit that up and under, I was like, yeah, this game is over. There's no way, <laughs> there's no way that the Nets are coming back. They tried to, and they almost did. And one thing I like about this Nets team is that they fight. They fight like hell. If these two teams wind up in a playoff series, both fan bases are gonna, both of y'all are gonna be stressed out. Um, but I think um, <laughs> once, once, the, once, once Duncan Robinson hit that, it was like one fifteen ninety seven. I think after I was like, yeah, this is over. Yeah. So shout that, out to Duncan Robinson. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned it because. 
Um, I I get so hyper focused on you know what Jimmy did, and obviously Bam had several highlights. The the Jay Rich alley oop I thought was just a seamless, beautiful play. Hakez had a couple great passes along the way, and the hockey assist mentioned that you uh, talked about earlier. That's happening with a lot of guys on this team. They're just super connected at the moment. You see them get uh, 26 assists um, on 42 made field goals. Things are clicking. They didn't win the rebounding battle tonight. They're keeping turnovers down. I mentioned that earlier. There's a couple guys we haven't mentioned yet, and it's for a very specific reason. Um, but the the guy that I, I want to make sure that we don't go without mentioning before I go over the injury report is Kevin Love. Because I, I, I do think that there was a moment this season where he was out of the rotation. And people probably thought, okay, Thomas Bryan is coming for that spot. And K-Love took the, I don't know if you want to call it a demotion. It just felt like a couple games where he just didn't play as much. And now he's kind of really found a rhythm in this role off the bench. He was plus 16 in his 15 minutes. Do you think that they're going to keep pivoting back and forth between those two guys, Thomas Bryan and K-Love, depending on the stretch of games, how guys are feeling, how one looks, or do you think Kevin Love is is going to hold on to this reserve role um, off the bench as the basically the only big off the bench? I think they'll probably have to play both at some point or keep going back and forth maybe if they don't want to play both at the same time, which I, I kind of get. But I like I think people were pretty hard on Thomas Bryant earlier this year. I thought he was fine. Like, I don't think he deserves to like not play. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't, it wasn't Dwayne Dedman. It wasn't Zeller. You know what I mean? Um, I think Thomas Bryant can potentially give you some good minutes, but there are some things that Kevin Love does that you want out there as well. Um, and Spo has been in a position for pretty much this entire Jimmy Bam era where he doesn't seem like he wants to play that many bigs. He pretty much seems like sure. he wants to play one big at a time. Even when Bam was playing next to Myers Leonard or Kelly Olynyk, they were kind of placeholders until he can, you know, sort of slide everyone up a position um, and play those guys who started just 15, 20 minutes or so. Um, Kelly, you know, was off the bench at one point. He would play some center. You know what I mean? Like, so I just think, I just think this is what Spo kind of wants to do. I don't think we'll see a lot of either guy like that between Thomas Bryan and Kevin Love. Like, you know, um, I, I think it'll, it might be back and forth. Like, it might be Kevin Love. He's in a rhythm. He falls off a bit. Go back to Thomas Bryan. I'm not sure. At the end of the day, uh, to quote Alex, they're both kind of on minimum-ish deals. I think Kevin Love's getting a little bit more than that. So, I mean, it kind of is what it is. I, I don't think, uh, I don't think though, I look at that spot as a tremendous weakness as we've seen them have their That's the last point seasons right i think like for me i i like what thomas bryant can provide in short spurts i think kevin love is obviously meaningful to this ball club and i assume because of you know the grind of the regular season we'll see orlando robinson at some point maybe he fills in admirably as well all great points also bam is just balling to a level where like we're we're not even really focused on what's happening behind him because he's balling so hard but I, I, I think you're on to something in that they're going to probably rotate these guys based off of that they have to eat innings in a long-ass regular season. 
Um, and I think just the fact that Kevin Love has been a, a part of this win streak, particularly the last two, the way that he's played, uh, he is one of the more vocal players out there, which I think is uh, an underrated part of his game. And so shout out to Kevin Love for uh, staying ready when it appeared as if he was out of the rotation. He comes and contributes tonight, gets nine rebounds, four assists, uh, and then seven points also as well. But there was somebody back tonight, and I also have an update on Tyler Hero. So we're going to get into the Eric Rubenstein injury report. And now it's time for the official Five on the Floor injury report, sponsored by our friend Eric Rubenstein, the personal injury attorney. Born and raised in Lauderdale, Florida, lives in Miami, went to St. Thomas. He's a South Florida guy and a huge Miami Heat fan. But the important thing is he can help you get your money that you deserve when something happens to you. So reach out to our guy, Eric Rubenstein. Again, ericrubenstein.com or ask about me. I got you on Instagram. And now, the injury report. Ask about me, I got you is a really uh, entertaining handle to have on IG. Just throwing that out there. Injury report. Caleb Martin was back tonight. Uh, didn't play his normal uh, minutes, tw- only 12 minutes. I would expect that's going to accelerate quickly. Uh, but he looked good. He was uh, two of three from downtown, two of four from the field, got a couple of assists. Uh, I thought that he had some defensive moments. So from an injury perspective, they're getting closer to hold. Thomas Bryant, Jovich, Orlando Robinson, Drew Smith were all uh, – uh, they didn't play via coach's decision. Sorry about that for our viewers. I just flashed another ad in front of everyone. <laughs> uh, but th- this is the uh, the big one is that Tyler Hero, um, I would feel optimistic about him. Uh, it sounds like he was moving around really well. Um, Ethan saw him uh, and said that he didn't wasn't walking with a limp. Uh, it looks like he's... Uh, maybe ahead of schedule. I want to be careful with that because I, I have not, um, you know, there's, there's a process of getting him on the court and moving around and seeing how it responds, et cetera. So uh, I'm not willing to say he's ahead of schedule just yet, but I would feel um, just based off of the way that he was moving around and, and just kind of the vibe around uh, his injury, I would expect that um, it, isn't worst case scenario. And that's a good thing, Brian, as we talk about um, this team basically being whole, we're going to close with this. I I just want to get your perspective. This could be a whole podcast, but this idea that the heat are better without Tyler hero. Oh, you're going to throw me this. (laughs) Dispel dispel that in the last 30 seconds of the show. Uh, Dispel it. Uh, what I what I will say is this, or Look, don't, or don't or argue your point, and then we're gonna cliffhang it right there. I just think that again, these next two three weeks matter. He was playing well individually early on. They continue to win when he's not there, so they have to figure that out. And I ultimately like the results of the results, right? I don't think it's like. You know, Ethan keeps saying it. Causation is not correlation or correlation is not causation. I don't know which one it is, but he keeps saying it backwards. So I'm saying it backwards. Um, Ultimately, I think that regardless of when he comes back, he's going to come back. You have to integrate him. You have to figure it out. And 
so far, what has tended to happen is everybody's role shifts perhaps a bit too much because of stylistically he's having the ball more. So it's a little bit of a different feel. Whereas when it becomes Jimmy centric and Jimmy's more assertive with the ball and bam centric and Jimmy and bam centric, those guys have the ball. The guys play differently. Like one of the things that you saw in the finals is, and this is what Ethan has talked about. Like it was kind of the roles were a little bit more defined when he wasn't there. So it's not to say like he's holding everyone back or anything like that. It's just something you guys have to figure out. Is he better? Uh, do you want him catching and shooting more? Do you want him creating less? Do you want him to try to get downhill more? I know I would because that's something I was saying. And he's taking more mid-range jumpers this year as opposed to attacking more, right? So there are some things clearly that you have to sort of integrate. I don't think Tyler can come back and just do what he was doing earlier because okay. you're winning now. You have seven straight wins. By the way, didn't mention this. Their longest winning streak since the 2020 playoffs where they swept Indiana and then they almost swept the Bucks until the Bucks won that last game where Giannis wasn't Damn. there. It's been a long time. Um, you know, that's over three years. So I just think like when he comes back, you know, you figure it out, but also let's see how they look before then, because maybe if you start losing some games and you need that creativity from him, okay, then you figure out around what Tyler could provide. But Ultimately, like it, it can be cleaner when he's there with Jimmy and Bam. And for whatever reason, it just hasn't been the cleanest all the time. And then there's reason why, you know, we keep saying like, hey, when one or two guys are missing for whatever reason, it's easier for guys to find their rhythm. It's just weird. So something they're going to have to figure out once Tyler's back. And I'm going to be diplomatic uh, until further notice. We'll see what happens in a couple of weeks. That was a very diplomatic. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um and I just want to remind everybody that the two uh, first, the first two victories of this seven-game uh, streak, Tyler Hero was very much a part of. So um, I think that it's just this is all coming together for the team at the right time. They are going up to Chicago for one of those weird sets where they stay in the city and play twice. Chicago, I watched them against Orlando the other night. <laughs> You're fine there. That seems I'm, ready to go. That they team are, is ready to go. They are ready to go. That's a whole nother show in itself too. But I would expect the Heat to be able to have the opportunity to continue to win. Brooklyn, this was the one game that I felt like once they started racking up the victories at Atlanta, at San Antonio, at Charlotte, it was this, you come home for one game, could Brooklyn sneak up on them? They've had trouble with them in the past. But they put all that to bed tonight. 122-115, the Miami Heat win. Brian, thank you for joining us. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Remember, the watch party, November 18th. It's coming up soon. You definitely got to check it out. Thank you for joining us. Good night. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. After all, someone needs to listen to my dad. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.